0: You're listening to The Intersect. It is I, Noah Coot, along with my blessed co-host, Michael <laughs> Bernasch. Oh yeah, it was Easter. <laughs> I know. Do you have a happy Easter? Yeah, uh, I made dinner for my roommate and I. It was pretty chill. Alright, you know, I was riding that happy Easter high. Um, I ate three quarters of a rack of lamb all by myself, and the only reason I couldn't eat the whole rack was because... They took the food away from the table while I was still eating. But um, about that, you know, I've been riding that Easter high, being happy and all, until you just told me this horrible little bit of news, which I think we need to get into right away. Oh, okay. The ketchup shortage. Why? How? When? Whoa. I'm terrified. Yes. Something else 2021 has brought. It's a
1: ketchup shortage.
0: I'm a little surprised by that. How do you run out of ketchup? It's like, don't you just go to McDonald's and just grab those little ketchup packs and you're good? Actually, that's the exact problem. That's the exact reason that there's a shortage.
1: Because everyone started trying to grab those little ketchup packets because of COVID. Like, you don't want to share a big giant bottle or, like, a dispenser. Like, you want to keep clean. So now restaurants and McDonald's and places are running out of those ketchup packets. Because
0: everyone wanted it. Oh, the chaos. Wait, so that means normal grocery market ketchup is completely fine?
1: I have no idea. I just know that
0: they're running out of the ketchup packets. Oh, I heard a ketchup shortage, not a ketchup packet shortage. Mm. Okay, you know what? Um, the, Disaster the, averted. We're, we're the price has
1: fine. risen 13% since the January of 2020.
0: Yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's not my it's problem. The, if I can still go to a grocery rate. store... Not my problem if I can still go to a grocery store and buy myself some normal ketchup, dude. It's the
1: great inflation wave, it's over. oh no,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> throw away your money. It means nothing. <laughs> Just burn it away.
0: All right, all right. Now, aside from c- joking about minor current events, um, how have you been? Um, you said you had a good Easter, so that's good. Yeah, good Easter. It's been warm outside. I've been out a lot like
1: just walking around and biking around it's been pretty chill oh yeah
0: I've been running around you know me oh yeah I can imagine you're just racking up the miles Mm mm-hmm 30 miles a week every week 30 miles of running a week yeah I mean it's not that bad there was a point in time where I did 60 miles a week that killed me but that's also because um our coach made us do that So over the summer, I have like plans to already slowly build up my running into a um, tolerable um, to to make the 60 miles tolerable, because last time I went from like 30 to 60 instantly and that kind of killed me. So now I want to be like build up to 40 a week over the summer and then maybe 50 towards the end and then jump into 60 once I get back on campus. But yeah.
1: Do you want to know something insane? Just because of how busy I've been Do you, do you wanna know how much How much distance I've traveled Tuesday This Tuesday
0: Like today Tell me 16.4 miles Oh cool So just like a long run day
1: <laughs> I don't know That's just like insane to me Like uh, Like walk? walking and running Just walking I don't run Noah
0: Okay uh, well, no, you, you sent me a snap one time Where you said Oh I'm running <laughs>
1: okay that's true but i don't run that often
0: valid you know and
1: valid if we want to add to distance i did another like five miles of biking but that's just because i got tired of walking also valid
0: but yeah no um yeah if you're gonna say 60 miles and say like oh that includes biking i'd be like biking um biking is like so i love biking don't get me wrong and biking certainly is a sport. but the problem is like biking miles is not the same thing as running miles what never noticed yeah i know but like yeah my butt hurts a lot though after i did like a 40 mile bike ride one day so
1: yeah the most i did is 30 miles and yeah it does hurt it's uncomfortable to sit on a bike for that long i don't know i don't want to do that anytime soon Yeah, I mean, that's good that you're walking
0: around and running around. Sorry, well, it's good that you're also working out. Um, I wish I would be able to keep up more with my upper body training. I've kind of been slacking with that, though, not gonna lie. But I'm still active with my running, so it's not like I'm being lazy. I just, um, I always tell myself I need to do more strength training, and I kind of, kind of i hate doing strength training compared to cardio. See, yeah. I'm the reverse. <laughs> um, But I think I just... I really hate doing, like, repetitive workouts, like what push-ups is and stuff.
1: What is running? If it's... That is the most... You get to
0: see things. You get to run in places that are interesting. I mean, I hate running around the track. I'm, a, like, a more of a run-out-on-the-streets kind of guy. But, like... I understand running is repetitive, but at least you get to see something that changes with time and so on. With like the gym like lifting weights, you're just standing there lifting a heavy thing repetitively until your body feels like it can't do it anymore and you just feel tired and the you know? Um, but then you can see on the, the other hand,
1: progress
0: of the rock climbing more. though, that's strength training I'm totally down to do anytime.
1: I haven't done rock climbing in years. (laughs) That that was actually fun. I remember.
0: I was actually planning on going rock climbing this weekend with my uh, friends, if you remember. Yes. um, He's the one who actually kind of got all of us a little bit into rock climbing during high school. But um, instead, some change of plans. I might be heading over to D.C. and Philadelphia within this next week. Skipping um, me. <laughs> yep. Uh, a little difficult with how things are planned because of course I'm not alone in this trip. But yeah, um I plan on going to New York at some point because it finally gave me a little bit of inspiration what to do for my photo project. And what I might actually try to do is I'll see if I can visit, for example, D C, Philadelphia, New York, um, Providence, Boston. Maybe uh I gotta visit a city in Connecticut. Because I think there's some historical cities there. But I kind of want to do something of all like the historical colonial East Coast cities and just try to take like street photography in all of them.
1: No, nah, that sounds like a good, great plan.
0: Uh, because um, the opportunity is open for me. And since I'm doing school remotely right now in the spring, it's uh, working out. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm just waiting in a month, I I'm graduate, or that's the plan. I don't know what I want to do. <laughs>
0: I'm applying to a million jobs it's it's annoying but yeah. and the more options you have, the harder it is this the harder it is to decide I want options period i want it's just like it's
1: like school more school or job that pays well <laughs> that gets me into better job that pays even more so I don't know it's
0: just a weird place to be at, I guess, but yeah. yeah um anyways should we get on to the actual news yes let's start with the usual um i mean actually we started with ketchup today but let's start with the usual (laughs) (laughs) when we're getting into this seriously (laughs) yeah (laughs) coronavirus yes
1: coronavirus guys stop going stop trying to start a fourth wave this is not okay (laughs) like please stop because there are cases of coronavirus that keep climbing up. Like the 14-day average last time we talked about was around like 14, 15%. Now it's 20%. So more and more people are getting COVID. This is not okay. Please stop. I want to be able to go out during the summer. But what, on the What is side, going out? I forgot what it is. <laughs> Good point. On the bright side now, at least in New York... Everyone above the age of 16 is eligible for a vaccine, and if it's not in your state, it should be soon. So, get an appointment if you can.
0: Um, depends on a state you're in, though. Not all states have easily open yeah, vaccines yet, but they're
1: coming up soon, right? Because, uh, I, I don't know if it's, I don't know about uh, like other states, but I know that it's like a lot of several states have already opened up completely for uh, the vaccines. And I know um, the plan is that by the uh, I believe by the end of this month, every adult will ha- there will be enough vaccines for every adult. So please guys, it's a global pandemic. India's going into lock- uh, New Delhi's going into lockdowns. Like it's still here. and we need to do our part to stop it. And if you can, if you're eligible, try. I'm getting my second dose uh, like on Thursdays. So like six days before this episode airs, but I'm getting, by the time that you guys listen to this, I will be on my second dose. And if you want to ask me, how did the doses feel? Did I feel sore, sick or anything? We can talk about this next episode, Mm -hmm. but like, I can't wait to hear
0: about how you're going to complain about a little needle puts you up own, puts you just, like, to bed all day. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: last time I just had a sore arm. I was fine.
0: It's just your body rebooting as, um, Bill Gates' microchips are slowly, like, taking over your body. Oh, yes, all the n- nano machines or whatever that's slowly tracking
1: my location because holding a, a holding my phone wasn't enough.
0: You are the new smart product. <laughs>
1: <laughs> since when did wait did Elon already do his hyper mind stuff link stuff damn I, I missed it I missed the announcement
0: you said since when I'm just like sir so you're saying you're not smart like since when were you smart no I mean since when
1: did Elon Musk remember Elon Musk is working on this thing to augment brains He's oh tested. Neuralink yeah Neuralink that's the name yeah he did that with pigs maybe he mm-hmm. did it with the vaccine too no actually like for real
0: like it's fine to take it's 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 a tiny needle you don't feel it i still hate getting shots not gonna lie well no one likes it yeah
1: no one's like honestly you know what's worse
0: than a shot it's um i don't know if you ever had those things where at the doctor's office what they do for blood samples is they'd prick your finger
1: Oh, the worst part is when they they go into your arm to draw blood, like your forearm. That one is the worst. Oh, I like rather...
0: right between the arms. Like, you, like you, at you, your you...
1: elbow. Yeah, at your elbow. That one. Is oh worst no, that I'm one is completely finger.
0: fine. I do not care about that one. I hate it when they prick my finger because the problem is I have a bad circulation. And what happened to me once at a doctor is they're like, "Give me your ha- hand," and I'm just like, "Can I just do the arm?" And then they prick my finger, and they're like. Oh, no blood coming out, bad circulation. Go on to the next finger, prick it. Oh, no blood here either, bad circulation. Go on to the other hand, prick that too. And just like, why did you have to like prick me five times on my fingers? And in the end, you still made me do a proper blood sample with my arm. And I hate that. I I hate the finger prick thingies that they have, which I know they do it for kids because it's easier to give a quick prick to a kid and so on but the problem is like for a person like me i i had to get blood samples every month from my arm directly for a little while and i'm just like i prefer blood being drawn from my arm it's weird i hate shots and i'm more comfortable getting an iv put in my arm than i am taking a shot (laughs)
1: Okay, so for me, I don't know, like, like you, I've gotten pricked in the fingers, like, a bunch of times, like, they couldn't get any blood, like, they once went for, like, eight of my fingers before they finally found blood, (laughs) but, like, I just, I'd rather do that than just a feeling of a needle going through my arm. That one, I, I can't stand. Oh, I... It just makes, it just makes me feel uncomfortable,
0: like, it doesn't even hurt that much, it's just uncomfortable. Well, you should see what it's like to get an IV put in your arm. See, the goal is to never have that. Yeah, I've had that a few times. Uh, I think once I literally had to get a pack of electrolytes right into my body. I, I forgot why or how that happened. But all I remembered is that one morning. That was when I was a kid. But one morning, I just like... The moment I ate or drank anything, I just puke it out instantly. And uh, since I couldn't consume any food, they're like, Yep, we should probably bring it to the hospital for that. And then they just put me in a bed... Put it in an IV bag it is like, Yep, we gotta replenish your system with nutrients because your body just suddenly decided to say, Yeah, we're not absorbing anything anymore through the stomach. I remember
1: I remember in high school, there was at one point in like a one or two week session, you managed to pass out in two different classes. Like the first one made sense, that was gym and we were running. Then the second time it was music and that was really confusing.
0: Oh no, what so what I happened is I literally just Decided to stand up. That's it. I decided yeah. to stand up. Well, and this is
1: before you, you ate, like, five people combined.
0: I don't know. But I just remember I once decided to stand up. And when you stand up, what happens is, at least for a person like me, who is relatively tall, um, all the blood flows out of your head. Yeah.
1: No, but also, that, that was a about- there's a, I don't remember if it was, like, when we were sophomore or juniors, there's a, f- there's Noah literally flip a switch when he went from, like, not eating to eating, eating the
0: same amount of food as a small village. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but I eat, uh, okay, okay, I eat a lot, but also, I will say that, for example, this morning I went on a run, and it didn't feel like an exceptionally long run or anything. I didn't feel that great today. Like, it wasn't a good run. Um, but that's different. But, like, in general, I went for a run. And then I decided to look at the stats, the numbers. And then what I end up seeing is, guess the number of calories burned. For, like, uh... s- six miles. Like uh, Calories burned I I, I burned in, like, 45 minutes of running.
1: 45 minutes running I want to say about 1200 calories
0: whoa wait what the hell what? it sounds that's a really big no I, I was gonna say only 700 but still 700 calories is a lot
1: <laughs> okay how many did you burn
0: yeah I I've only burned 700 okay <laughs> but like you know that, that's just that's something I do almost daily so it's like imagine i already got to add on an extra 700 a daily and then i also have a stupidly high metabolism um i'm yes. not fat i eat like i i just eat more than a person should because i eat for three people yet i am still like the skinniest guy around um yep okay maybe i'm skinny but i'm not scrawny i'm just lanky. <laughs> you, you you used to be scrawny i used to be scrawny uh <laughs> Yeah no nobody's gonna say that anymore if uh, I take my shirt off but I am lanky that's more my <laughs> issue I can't really do much about my arms because my arms are literally like a wingspan of six and a half feet it's yeah okay anyways back to COVID <laughs> well yeah we got really personal with this one um talking about out. passing out in school yeah back to COVID um vaccines are great um get a shot i i say i hate shots and even i am um willing to take a vaccine because COVID sucks what's more. worse um needles or like this whole situation that we've been living through the last one and a half years almost two years actually you know almost one year. yeah one year we basically have lived through it through or lived through it all in one year
1: yeah but yeah, there are some good signs. 80% of k 12 educators and staff have at least one dose of the vaccine, and one dose of the vaccine seems to be pretty effective. So, that's good. And then we can we can stop this. Like it'd be done with it for hopefully forever and hopefully never have to do this again. <laughs> Seriously. I hate covid.
0: honestly though um wait didn't we have a discussion about how it's also not been a worst thing for a good number of people like it has changed the way a lot of things work and of course it brought a lot of problems but to some extent it has changed i think a perspective for a lot of people which is i guess what's so valuable about it
1: (laughs) it, it, like challenges bring uh, challenges and tribulations bring growth and like grow your character but that's like i'd also rather not have the challenge in the first place
0: yeah that is true um so yeah
1: on that topic of vaccines though noah there's this there's been this controversial idea that's been circling around and i just want to hear your your thoughts about it what do you think of the idea of vaccine passports
0: like a card you have to show to prove that you got vaccinated
1: Yes, or an app or a QR code on your phone, something like that.
0: Uh, I don't like it when you say app and QR code because it sounds more and more like having to rely on a company to provide some service, whatever, and I feel like if it's a passport, it should be not a private thing. Um, But, yeah. Um, uh, Well, the reason
1: I bring that up is because... um, so, different countries in different have different systems. In the UK, they're planning on doing a a NHS-run, a government-run passport. In Israel, that's what they're doing. Uh, the US, the federal government said they're not doing it. Florida banned it completely. New York says that they're making their own. And a bunch of companies are working on their own version. So, it's like, there's a bunch of different ideas of who makes this and how it's implemented.
0: Well, I, I would understand if a... Um, I, I feel like the term vaccine passport is kind of, I kind of am against it. Um, What I'm going to say is, um, if the vaccine passport is supposed to be treated the same way as a proof of vaccination, like your vaccine records, that's not an issue. If your vaccine passport is like, I don't know, a, a documentation that you need to like somehow acquire and so on i don't know i want to say it's i don't really like the sound of it um the way at least it's worded with a name like that just does not seem right to me um i would just rather keep to the standard system of hey it's like a doctor's note that actually shows evidence that you have had the vaccination that is like signed confirmed and possibly it might be nice if there was a system to like actually uh, You know, like how you have accreditations for college. It's like, you can't recognize a random signature of a doctor, but to have some kind of, like, um, oversight, some kind of, well, not a company, but an organization that provides some kind of oversight to actually confirm that it is a legitimate proof of vaccination.
1: No, but it's a, so you get a a little vaccine card when you get vaccinated. Yeah. But it's like a... And staples and office Max will offer to laminate it for you for
0: free uh, if that's something you want to do yeah that's but, what I'm gonna say like I believe something like that should be enough the,
1: but the reason it's uh a, the reason like we're talking about like passports etc like let's explain like where it's used the most so in Israel in Israel it's uh, the reason that they have the vaccine passports is people who have it. Are able to go out to bars freely. Are able to go to concerts. Are able able to go watch live games. Now, I'm a, I'm of two minds on this. A yes, getting the passport, uh, having a vaccine passport, would make everything easier, faster, and we get back to normal faster. And it creates an incentive for more people to get vaccinated. But at the same time, it just seems it's a lot. To have a whether it's digital or on paper to provide this proof of vaccination, like that's that's a lot. And I don't know I hear the arguments on both sides. Like one one is like a in an invasion of like privacy and like personal choice, and the other one is a we get to go back to normal faster, sooner, better. Like, I don't know that's what I wanted to ask is like,
0: what what were your thoughts on this? I think we have the same worries about it Um, because I feel like the idea is not necessarily a bad thing, but the problem I have is to me, I think the vaccine card is supposed to be your vaccine passport. It is a document that is given to you. That is a physical piece of paper You should be able to go back to the area you got vaccinated and request for a new one if you lose it, um, and you should be able to show it, and it should be enough to confirm that you got a vaccine, but I don't think, um, having a whole system that links a person to, like, the vaccination is a good thing to have, um... And especially in a country like the United States, it certainly shouldn't work because the United States is considered to be a freedom to not need a, to like get an ID or anything. Weirdly enough, although I do believe it is good to have some form of state ID provided to everyone. But,
1: well, um, we're going to talk about this. In the
0: US, you do need an ID. (laughs) Yeah. You, okay. You do need an ID, but you can actually get away without having any, like, ID or passport ever issued to you in your life
1: well everyone still has a social uh, every almost everyone in the u.s has a social security number so there's already an id number
0: yeah um that, that is why i think we need to actually have some form of federal id provided um to everyone um because the social security system where you use a basic number to identify people is incredibly insecure um but that's a whole other conversation i don't want to get into right now here's a talking about, video vaccine about cards.
1: it by cgp gray on the <sighs> social security we're
0: once again shouting him out this is probably the fifth time i think <laughs> throughout our recordings but yes but yeah um no how do i feel about a vaccine passport i don't think um I don't like the idea of having a companies being like, oh, yeah, we're doing that and that. Um, What would be nice, though, is if it's more something you can, like, choose to opt into, where it's like a company can say, yes, yeah, send uh, an image of your uh, vaccine card. And then they can actually, like, through the app, give you a little qr code or it's like a little organization that has an app that allows you to just easily show on your phone hey i have confirmed to get the vaccine but i don't think you actually want to have like um i i feel like it would be kind of weird to just have it be added to your actual passport or something like that
1: well the thing is you do need the idea is like where do you want to use it so israel it's literally every public place yeah Some places are thinking about it for travel, and for travel, you do need to. If you travel to some countries in the world, you do need to provide a list of, of like proof of vaccinations towards certain diseases.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So, it's not unheard of. We do it all the time. Yeah, no, it's uh, just the level of where you want to do it at.
0: I feel that um, it should be treated almost as any other disease or vaccine a company can ask for proof of vaccinations and then um you have to provide the proof to travel there and that would make sense to me um the also real... for
1: company no it's only only schools can ask you for vaccinations
0: yeah um usually no i was but but like i'm gonna say it's not a bad idea. it's not a bad idea and um, what worries me more about it i think is actually not the idea itself it's more the implementation of it um if it gets implemented properly in a way that i believe seems correct uh, i would have no issues um but the problem is maybe i'm just cynical but i feel that whenever you have an idea that is a little iffy where it's like It'd be great if it's implemented well. It always ends up being abused to some at some point in the end. And then that's why I'm always like, Yeah, no, I don't trust this. Well, the
1: ideal version is a single vaccine passport that is highly protected, highly privatized, and that is accessible to everyone. But when the main pla- but that's something that you would have to do at the federal level and the federal government says Joe Biden says, Yeah, we're not doing that so you're so you're already set up for failure on point 1 the second thing it's also do do the vaccine passport is it for traveling to a different country or state or is it the israel model to be anywhere in public and again i think that when say like a covid rates are high then the israel model makes sense when the covid rates are low that's just the traveling one makes sense and who gets to this side? and then like what are the thresholds for that? I have no idea. That is some for someone else with multiple PhDs to decide.
0: Yeah. But I don't know. It's a bit of an interesting question, but I'm a little, I'm still a little bit guarded about the concept of a passport. And as I think, it's not because I don't think it's a bad idea. It's because I'm cynical about the way it will be implemented.
1: Also, let's be clear if the vaccine is not available for everyone to readily have it, like it's one thing to say 16 year olds can get it. And like there's increased vaccination rates, but it's like, if it's not something that you can sign up, like sometime this week to get the vaccine, then there shouldn't be a password because that's, just not to a certain level. that's It's not fair. So there's an equity thing to it too.
0: Yeah. All right. Um. Should we take a break? We've actually been talking for a good while yeah let's take a break (laughs) and we're back
1: so noah any news and i guess you don't live here anymore so it doesn't really matter until the yeah now i got in
0: a state where it's been legal for a while but um weed you know the 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 devil's lettuce the marijuana marijuana yeah mary jane um Reefer or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um it's going through the process of being legalized in New York State. And um Oh it is legal. It's it is legalized and right now it's kind of setting up everything finally now for um commercialization. But it takes always a little bit of time. But they they've really been they've really been fast tracking this whole legalizing weed thing in New York State. Um yeah it, it it's it's been fast and intense um now actually I'm just gonna like say <clears throat> I to distract people from Cuomo because that's what I'm hearing people upstate saying um but yeah
1: you know if if I get what I want that's all I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna finish that statement <laughs> mm-hmm
0: See?
1: but yeah no it's great it Uh, legalizing weed means less people go to jail getting rid of people's criminal records for for possession of marijuana which I think is good it means people won't keep getting arrested for it which is also great because that's just a waste of like taxpayer money and also I'm I'm a fundamental believer that if someone abuses drugs the last place you want to put them is jail you should put them into rehab Mm -hmm. but that's that's a topic for another day but like and and because because it's a like weed is just taxed like alcohol and etc there's just a new revenue stream and new york is saying that they're going to use it to improve education improve like uh uh, communities that have been impacted by the war on drugs and as it seems like a win for everyone less people to go to jail people get have another way to chill out or do whatever if people who need help can they can get that help and treatment in a rehab center instead of being thrown in jail we decrease our prison population like i all i see is wins
0: no no i'm not saying it's a bad thing or just uh, you know i I just think of the typical upstate paranoia where we hate anyone related to the city um i think i literally had a quick mention where um In our notes, you wrote, NYC legalizes weed, and I'm here like, huh. Huh. NYS, or New York. (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah. No, no. New York, when you say the words New York, you refer to the state when you say NYC or New York City you refer to the city. There is a difference.
1: Okay, so Noah, I don't know if it's just been you've been spending way too much time about in upstate out there in like the woods and the wilderness. When people say New York, they think
0: of New York City. They don't I think, think about of upstate. the state. <laughs>
1: no, I think of the city.
0: When I tell people I study in New York, I expect them to know I'm not talking about the city. <laughs> i go to new york university i don't go to new york city university well yeah you can say you go to new york university in new york city
1: but everyone knows that when i say i study in new york they mean i they know i mean new york (laughs) they they know you are part of the
0: problem (laughs) yeah yeah um it's the annoying rant, and I understand now why everyone who is from New York State and not from the city hates um, the city more and more. It's because everybody thinks about the city when they're not from the state. Oh, thank you for admitting it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Um, oh, what did you just open? I heard a can open in the background there. Yeah, I'm just getting a drink. Yeah, no. You're opening a can of whoop ass I sent to you for saying New York City and <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so New York State is legalizing weed, and um, it seems like a generally good thing. Um, I honestly support it. Um, I hope. I I, I believe that um, rehab not um, what do you say? Imprisonment, yeah, rehab, non imprisonment, focus on legalizing and um, trying to educate people about the actual danger. Well, not really danger because dare. Well, who, who did it's called dare, right? Danger, whatever. Um, but yeah, no, uh, it's yeah. for almost any drug, like. It's been shown in many places like even um in Europe the approach to not the war on drugs but instead trying to approach the issue with more helping people rather than imprisoning people um seems to have been a lot more effective at reducing drug use and drug abuse um I would say to some extent recreational drug use has gone up with it but the thing is that there's less issues less pe- less people in hospitals less people doing criminal activity due to drugs yeah.
1: and what happens when when uh, criminal organizations who are dependent on illegal uh like on weed to make their uh, money and then weed is suddenly legalized and it's and then now there are actual checks and things a drugs are less like are are safer because they're not laced with anything because they have to go through review regulatory review b people rather go to the brightly lit store where the prices are laid out versus the under the bridge with a guy like with with
0: with, like a sketchy looking ass guy so yeah um but also don't forget cartels who i think are the people you're referring to um like good economists also have learned how to properly diversify their portfolio into more um into less risky investments such as avocado industry um avocado toast is not going out of style anytime soon
1: i can't tell if you're joking or not
0: it is true though i think cartels i actually been trying to um take over some of the avocado industry over in mexico well better avocados than cocaine i guess not well yes and no it's still not really helping the situation down over there but it is to some extent um ruining part of their um portfolio which is a drug side of things but not the
1: and also there's no way avocados are worth more than weed (laughs)
0: Well, they soon might be after weed is, legalized, weed is legalized and they can't actually sell it the same way they used to.
1: Okay, but it's like, avocados are made everywhere. They might be a hard... Like, either way, they have less power.
0: Yeah, kind of. It's odd. You should read up on the situation. It's kind of interesting. Sure. Because I'm, um, lo- I'm completely lost here. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you actually haven't heard of that one. But yeah, um... Legalize all the drugs. Woo. Not really. Um, decriminalize all the drugs. Decriminalize all the drugs. We could talk about which ones
1: to legalize at another time.
0: Yeah. Um. Okay. What else do we want to talk about? All
1: right. So what I thought were heavier topics until we got to avocado farmers. So Georgia recently has passed a very controversial voting bill and the bill in response to the former uh, president
0: Sorry, 45 is it the one that has to do with water and
1: stuff yes i'll, I'll get into that but yes the bill is and it was done in response to um what trump uh, when uh, donald trump accused of the election of being rigged without any evidence proof and despite 60 different lawsuits that prove nothing but anyways apparently a significant portion of the country still believes that the election was stolen even though again zero proof so georgia initiated the bill amongst 361 bills introduced in every every state legislatures by the republican party to restrict voting rights georgia passed one and one of the things it limited it both limited and expanded early voting depending it like it expanded the weekend hours, but limited Sunday hours, which is usually predominantly used by black churches to uh, drive people to uh, bus people to vote. Uh, they extended voter ID requirements, which we can get into, but people who tend to vote against the Republicans are less likely to have for various reasons. And they limited the use of dropbox backs, uh, boxes. So uh, counties now only get like uh, one per however many citizens. So that means if you live in a county of 10 people, you can get your own Dropbox for 10 people. But if you're in Atlanta with like a lot more people, sorry, I don't know the population of Atlanta off the top of my head, Uh, your the amount of Dropbox boxes you're allowed to have is limited and they're no longer 24 seven and they are within specific buildings, even though there is, again, no proof of fraud, there are video cameras, those things are highly securitized, whatever. Uh, They also, they also, uh, they're also criminalizing uh, people giving food and water to people while waiting in lines, and Georgia is notorious for having long voting lines that stretch into miles, not feet, not thousands of feet, miles. Hmm.
0: Yeah, wait. Isn't it also quite hot out during election times? Well, it's... Depending where you are.
1: It is hotter than New York City, or New York, because if we're going to have that argument. It's definitely hotter than New York, but voting usually happens in November, which is the fall. So, I guess you're running at 60 degrees if we're running at 40 or 50. Mm Mm-hmm. So... I don't think that's that big of a deal. But if you're waiting in line for five hours with no food or water, like, that's just a miserable experience,
0: regardless of the weather. Yeah. um, I just find it so weird. It's like, no, you're not allowed to give water or food to a person waiting in line. But that's just... I, I don't see why you can't do it no, for a person. Not, not only is it
1: not allowed, it's criminalized.
0: Yeah. Like, just, you
1: can go to jail for that.
0: So... It seems basically just targeted. Yeah, it's
1: it's targeted to the fact that uh, so that a lot of uh, minority uh, rights leaders have been saying like, "A, this is you're just trying to target us, and you're targeting uh, large city centers like Fulton County that includes the city of Atlanta, which is, for people who don't know, is the largest city in Georgia." Like, I can name other cities in, in Georgia, but that's just because I'm me, and Georgia took forever to counter elections, so I had to look that sh- stuff up.
0: Mm-hmm. But, yeah.
1: So, it's just... And uh, it's also part of a larger pattern of a single pol- political party that seems to be targeting minority groups and stopping them from voting. And the fact that there are just multiple bills around the country about this. Like I said, 360 bills have been introduced. Most of them will not pass, but it's still very concerning that that's the thing that they're gonna do. And here's, and to even further on the point of like the, this is how extreme it is in Georgia. Georgia's two largest companies, uh, two of Georgia's largest companies, Delta and Coca-Cola, airplanes and uh, obesity, I mean, sorry, soda, um, uh, have said that they are against this law, and Georgia threatened to add more taxes to those specific companies. <laughs> like, uh, by Georgia, I mean the state, uh, the state legislature, which is controlled by the Republican Party, threatened to add taxes to both those companies,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's spiraled to the point where the MLB has decided to cancel their All Star game to penalize the state of georgia but i guess it mostly hurts the city of atlanta which Which... is against the laws but you know
0: (sighs) life is complicated (laughs) unfortunately stuff like that have to happen all the time i feel like it's not something that only happens in georgia for example
1: yeah it's but it's just like there are very bad laws that are passed or that are approved by a state legislature. There are very bad laws that make it way too far for it to be okay. Like there was one that was that was vetoed by in there was one law that was passed by the legislature in Arkansas that would like ban uh, transgender use from going uh, from taking any sort of like hormone therapy or gender affirming surgery or whatever, and like that had to be vetoed by the governor. Like there is a lot of bad laws in this country. There's a lot of responses to it. But it's like I don't whether these laws are passed by hatred, which the Arkansas bill was, or whether you're trying to appease the ego of a man who lost his job, which is what Georgia is. The I mean, the Georgia Bill is about appeasing the ego of one man. Why this this is so stupid. And now the party of 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 business free enterprise etc and that corporations are, have have uh, uh, corporations have the have free speech rights gets mad when those corporations go against their agenda it's almost as if they don't care what they they
0: don't care they just want power this is stupid yep do you have any other unfortunate news that's also been showing up i feel like we have a lot of unfortunate stuff all the time
1: Ooh, unfortunate news. I really am I the bearer of bad news. Ouch. <laughs> well, this one is allegedly a very serious issue. Just the characters involved and the way the story has been uh, unfolding is kind of funny. But it's very bad.
0: Mm-hmm. Go but on.
1: Let's go into Matt Gates congressman from florida
0: because i've been seeing that name all over the place recently and i'm not exactly aware of what's going on and I'm, i kind of want to know what's up because i feel like i've seen almost even memes talking about him now yes
1: so congressman matt gates famous for uh, being like a hardcore trump supporter and Honestly, that's that's all his, like, accomplishments. He's a hardcore Trump supporter. Doesn't actually really do much on passing bills or anything. But he is known for being the only person in Congress to vote against a child sex trafficking law. And that was, like, two years ago. But, yes. So, Congressman Matt Gaetz, amid rumors that said that he was thinking of retiring on... uh, from being a congressman, even though like everyone seemed everything seemed fine in his career, then there's a New York Times expose that says that he's under investigated under investigation for cell checks trafficking, which is what we were talking about. He's the only congressman who voted against it. Not a good look. But yes, so that's that's a big issue and very serious. He. The allegations is that he paid for the travel of a 17-year-old minor that he was supposedly seeing, which, under U.S. law, if you pay for travel for someone under the age of 18 with the intention of having sex with them, that, was, that is child sex trafficking. So, mm-hmm. he goes on... So, he goes on, Tucker Carlson, a... Um, not my favorite news anchor, or not even news anchor, more like propagandist, but whatever. He goes on Tucker Carlson, and he says, not only does he deny the allegations, and then he says, this is all part of some DOJ, like, witch hunt, Uh, f- like, what was it? DOJ witch hunt, like, extortion case, etc. And... Either way, TLDR, it was really a weird and awkward to the point that even Tucker Carlson, who's supposed to be on this guy's side, said this is one of the weirdest, who said, quote, this is one of the weirdest interviews I've ever conducted. So, not a good sign. And then there's a bunch of news that about Matt Gates showing pictures of naked women that he slept with to his, to his uh, co-workers. Again... House of Representatives, the party of family and morality. And, yeah, so this is not a good look for him. At all. But yeah, that's the Matt Gates story.
0: Alright, um, yeah, no, I'm not a fan of... Doesn't exactly seem like a cool guy, no. Like... uh, I don't know what to say other than
1: like dude should get a better lawyer or should get a lawyer and tell him to stop talking. Yep. Cause the more he says stuff, the weirder and more sus he seems.
0: I feel like that is advice. A lot of people need to realize it's like, yeah, you should probably get a lawyer actually and listen to what they say. Uh, I feel like weren't there a bunch of lawyers that told trump to not do what he was doing and he still decided to go anyways and look where he is now like it did not work out for him
1: yeah he's out of the job he's yep he's facing like several criminal investigations so yeah that's the matt gates story that's cool honestly i'm done with this i don't want to talk about this anymore let's take a break
0: all right we're back, and um, we're gonna be here for one of my favorite parts of the show, which is when you start talking about tech. And um, the first story we got is LG. Um, what? that's more of a eulogy, so not really happy. <laughs> yeah, well, it's unfortunate. Well, it, it, it's a form of news I prefer, um, but like. Unfortunately, this news about LG is not as happy. Um, so LG is, has a mobile division because LG is a company that does a lot of things um, and I think they actually make most of their money probably from appliances and so on. But they uh, unfortunately announced um, the sh- they're shutting down their mobile division which means that their cell phones will not be in production anymore. This is quite unfortunate because it seems like generally most people who own LG phones seem to have really good um, things to say about them. And at the same time, um, they actually had a relatively large market share in the U.S. Um, 10%. But but it seems like it's not enough to keep um, the mobile division alive. And I think that's because probably the market in Asia certainly wasn't as big as they hoped although I want to say LG was pretty cool because they always tend they would always experiment with a lot of things granted their gimmicks were not always a success but I appreciate the fact that they're willing to do gimmicky things because I feel like gimmicks can bring really interesting innovation into a market
1: as someone who followed the smartphone wars like early on LG was always like LG was always behind Samsung, but their flagship series was really good until it stopped being good. Like I remember the G three to G four were like amazing phones and they were like head to head versus Samsung. And then it kinda went all the way downhill and to the point where like LG is a small player. They don't play even their market share, which was impressive, was not in the A tier one thing on the flagships, it was on the mid range budget phones, which are an important market. Not everyone can afford a $1,400 phone that has like 50 cameras for no reason. So, LG just hasn't been finding their track. And, like Noah said, they experimented the hell out of their phones. Like, they easily could win the, uh if there was an award for most interesting smartphone like LG would win that every year but interesting doesn't sell phones and LG just decided to pull out of the market
0: is you're a making me you're making me think of something though um you want to know it's a company that also screams gimmicks to me uh, no because we have different definitions of gimmicks Nintendo oh <laughs> Now, of course, uh, a little bit different, but still a tech company, except more focused on gaming. But yeah, Nintendo. Um, I feel like they've always been the type of company, the type of company to play around a lot with gimmicks. The Wii, the DS, um, and then they also had what was it? Three uh, DS. Yeah. D the Wii U. Yeah, but they 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 always seemed to be quite fun, but they always had something. Unique but gimmicky about them, and I think gaming is necessarily gaming, I guess, does allow for more gimmick. Yeah, gaming is different than the
1: smartphone because the smartphone, let's be real, unless you have to type something down, your phone's a pretty good replacement for like most of what you do day to day.
0: Yeah, the smartphone is a device you have to always interact with, and you kind of sometimes depend on it for things you don't want it to act weird and be inconvenient to use
1: like if say if is say like a if if the iphone had like USB C, I could plug in my mic to my phone and then i wouldn't need my computer to record this like even then i could find an adapter like the smartphone has to be the everything device so, it's not allowed to be gimmicky. There's a reason, like, all smartphones kind of look like the same. And Al Jesus missed a mark. And it's kind of sad because it's like innovation, craziness, zaniness.
0: Like, yeah. I would always love their pro- their projects, even if it looks stupid. You know stupid. what? It makes you think of, like, you know how car companies, like, a car is generally a pretty standard thing, there's not much you can really do to improve the car like crazy, except for like, oh, electric and stuff. But you know what's always fun? If you ever go to a show like CES, they always have the concept cars they bring out, which are super gimmicky, but also super cool, but also like, I wouldn't want to drive them right now, um type of thing. But I, I feel like being able to show off though that tech and making it to some extent accessible, one of those ideas are gonna end up being implemented. In the future, as something standard. Rest in peace, LG Mobile. You will be missed. Now talking about concept cars and electric stuff. Yeah,
1: I know that was a that was a really nice uh, uh, segue. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. What's the next little bit of news we got here?
1: The Hummer is back. See, it, it's and? kind of
0: like Easter: one dies and one rises
1: from the, from death the Hummer is back.
0: Yes. And, and it's coming back electric.
1: Yeah. So, the Hummer for those of you who didn't know is this oversized car that was very popular in the 2000s and it was famous because it had like 8 miles 8, eight gallons per mile. Like it was the worst car you could ever buy for the environment ever. It was terrible.
0: Well, like, there was more to it than that. It's not necessarily that it was just inefficient. It was a car that was designed specifically with like off-roading,
1: maximum horsepower,
0: military use in mind. Like it, it, It's iconic for more than the fact that it's just um, basically doing the opposite of what every other company aims to do with mileage it's um,
1: it lights gas on fire that's yeah. that, that's its benefit. um
0: so about about that um i think it's more mileage is a consequence of what it was designed to do and uh it kind of became a joke but it's iconic for more than just burning gas
1: <laughs> yes that's true but it the but the hummer brand was was uh was closed off and dead at, in 2010 because gas prices rose all the way up and everyone was like, so this car is expensive and it's fuel is expensive and we're in a recession. So so GM, the company that owns Hummer, killed it off in 2010 and because there's, and now with this push towards all electric, they're back again. And this time they're all electric SUV, well there are two editions: an all electric
0: SUV and an all electric pickup truck i i'm curious if um that is like a response to cybertruck in some way
1: i think it predates cybertruck a little bit but it will be a while before the cars are like completely like out there mind you there's also not that many hummers which is like they only sold like about like I think, 30,000 Hummers during its entire life. Like, it's under 100,000, which is wild to me because, again, I remember seeing these cars on the road so many times. But, yeah, no. Their cars, the current one that's, like, available... Well, this one that will be available the soonest is, like, $111,000. It has a range of 280 miles, and it can do some serious off-roading. Like, an extreme off-roading package, or, like... It can lift a gate by like six six inches. Like it can do everything. Like these are luxury cars dressed up as uh off-road cars and like they look really
0: cool. Yeah. Um well I wanna say it's like it's a luxury off-road car. It's like that six wheeled Mercedes SUV or like a Range Rover. Range Rover. (laughs) Yeah. Um certainly ha it's certainly a it's not a bad car but it's not made to be used by anyone either
1: no it's you know it's those people who in the giant you know it's those people who have a giant pickup truck in the city yeah like it's the i want to show off that i can handle a big ass car and like i want to literally look down on everyone like that's the type of car the hummer is
0: I feel like the person who should actually be owning a Hummer is a person who lives on a ranch and has the money to afford something like 200 acres of land for themselves somewhere in Texas or randomly in, like, a rocky area like Nevada or whatever. And there you can actually use a Hummer to get around your property, which might be a little wild, but, you know.
1: But, Noah, I want to use my Hummer as, like, a monster truck. (laughs) Just crush all the tiny sedans around me,
0: begone bikers.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, sure. Only if only if I'm in the Hummer and not one of the bikers, because that would suck for me. Like I bike every day in New York City, in a world filled of Hummers, I would be full of fear. The power of the Hummer is scary, but yeah, no. These cars are fast. They go, they go. Uh, Zero to 50 in three and a half miles. They have 830 uh, you three and, and a half seconds. Three and a half seconds. What did I say? Three and a half miles?
0: Yes. It's 1
1: like... a.m. I'm getting tired.
0: <laughs> Me too.
1: <laughs> but yeah, these cars are ridiculous and extreme. And they're coming out in 2023. And I'm so hyped for it. Not that you're going to own one. I will never own one.
0: You'd probably go for a Tesla first. Yeah.
1: Like, I like the SUV, and, like, the Model 3 is uh is a decept- No, not the Model 3. The Model X is deceptively big. Like, it says SUV, but it doesn't look like an SUV, and I like that. But, yeah. Anyways, I'm done. Any any final thoughts on the Hummer?
0: No, not really. Um, It's not the most exciting thing out there but it's kind of fun to talk about Yeah. yeah. anyways guys that's it for this episode it's getting late
1: yeah we're tired thank you guys for listening please like, subscribe, tell your friends about us, like follow us on social media, give us some feedback leave reviews anyways, thank you guys yeah thank you for listening and I
0: hope you all have a good one see you next week